The Danger Junior All Pain No Gain Room is sponsored by Sobe Entertainment's newest live entertainment venture, 20 Whore Hour Fitness. They're just like the other company that it sounds like, but now we've put 20 whores in each location. They mostly just scrounge around for scraps and make sure you meet your fitness goals. Nothing sexual. Located exclusively in Nevada and Amsterdam. We'll hear from them later in the show. It's been so long since I've heard this song. What the fuck? Logan, I'm surprised by the bass lead every time. Every time I'm like, every time. Oh, I like the I like at the end when it goes. I'll bring that back. Yeah, can we actually bring that back right now? No, 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 no. Anyway, going on. Okay, you're right. Welcome to the Danger Junior Writers Room. We have a whole new setup, and now we're recording in video for season two. Yeah. Very exciting. Look at our faces and bodies. I'm one of your hosts. I'm gonna Austin Zessen. I'm gonna introduce the other co-hosts and our special guest by asking: ill-gotten gains or fat bottom pains? Jimmy D. Ill-gotten gains or fat bottom pains? I like ill-gotten gains. That sounds sexy. Yeah. Blake. Ill-gotten gains or fat bottom pains? Yes. Yes. That is the question. And here's my answer. Ill-gotten gains. Hell yeah. Okay. You know why? No, we, we just give the answer. We okay. Don't, we don't explain it. Megan Castle. I'd like to know. Okay. I have well, an explanation for mine. So. I already got oh. fat button pants. If he's doing an explanation, I'm getting an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think mine has got to be fat bottom pains because I got a fetish. Logan, there you go. Uh, I like gave to an think explanation. I did give an explanation. And I'm about to give an explanation before I even give my answer so that you can't cut me off. Because <laughs> I haven't given an answer yet. Clever. So I like to think of the fat bottom as a large proletariat class and the pains as the struggle of labor pushing against the fascist capitalists. Okay, well, I didn't say so that. So I got to sure. say okay. fat bottom pains. All right. No, that's mm. your interpretation. Was that a political thing? Yeah. I think it was. 100%. All right, well... What, uh, what, say yours, and then what's your answer? Oh, my name is Austin Zesson, and I'd rather have some fat bottom pains. Was that the only one that did And there you go. I don't, I, don't, I don't like being a criminal. No, you both said ill-gotten Ill, Ill gains. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, now we're going to introduce our special guest of the show. Megan, do you want to take it over? It's yes, your guest. Yes, I do. Okay, okay you, you great. So, uh, just come here. Just come on. Just come on over and get yourself set up while I'm introducing you. This is Alex. 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 Give it up Give for it Alex. Alex. This is Alex Riggs. Just Alex. Uh, you can, and let me just let just, me just say just, it like this. Here, I'll, I can scoot over. You can scoot over, Megan. We planned this. Um, here's the this. thing about Alex: is that Alex was um, mine and Logan's roommate. Your head. You got to get I actually down. didn't notice. Roommate. Alex was our roommate. Um, my, I guess we only lived together when I had already graduated. Mm-hmm. It was your senior year mm. of college. Oh, yeah. um, mm. And so we went to college together. Alex is very funny. 
Be Alex? funny, Alex. Alex is Incorrect. my really good funny. friend. Funny. Okay. Also, Alex incorrect. is my really good friend, and she is here visiting us in Austin, Texas. So everybody, be nice to her. Nice. Okay. Very nice. Everything that Megan just said was wrong. Great. Go ahead. I'm not funny. Um, we're very close friends. Yeah. And I came here to see Momo. That's actually true. I actually have a question for Alex. That's really towards Megan. Okay. <laughs> Would so, you say that? I'm Alex 2.0 because I'm going to be your, y'all's new roommate soon. That is true. I mean, genuinely. Like, the bar is pretty high. If you have questions about what it's like living with us, Alex is the person to ask. Yep. I mean, look, we'll if you that. think about it, <laughs> we'll get into we're that all sure. roommates because we're all mates and we're in this room together. Would you say that Blake is Alex 3.0? 3.0. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, uh, answer the question. Ill-gotten gains or fat bottom pains? Fat bottom pains. Hell yeah. Amen. Hell yeah. What's up? All We're right. the fat bottom couch over here. Fat bottom. That's put the that Ill, editor, put that label, put the label right there. <laughs> We're fucking ill as couch. fuck over here, dude. Very ill. We're the Damn. ass couch. <laughs> You're the COVID <laughs> 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 So ill. So ill. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we are a new season, so we got a little housekeeping things before we get into Megan's question. If you haven't watched the show before, it's probably because you're watching the season premiere. Uh, this is Danger Junior Writers Room. We are the Danger Junior Comedy Troupe, where some of its members are others that come on the show every now and again. Uh, we talk for a little bit, and then in an hour, we write sketches based on the conversations we have, and then do some cold reads for them, for y'all. We all assign each other parts. It's a little fun show. Super, and we do. Uh, did you mention that we did sound effects too? Oh yeah, and Jimmy's got. Sound Can board. you do one real? Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Basically, so- shock jocks. Did you also mention that we all do a Michael Caine impression at some point in the show? Every that's a new season bit. It is a new season. That's a new season bit. Someone has to do Michael Caine. We just do. <laughs> and Alex, we're looking at you. Some paper. What did you? I can only right do now? Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> that's well, acceptable. You have to try. Yesterday was the Fourth of July, <laughs> and that's like that's like her moment. Oh okay. yeah. Maybe can you can, can you do give me can you give me your best? You look like the Fourth of July. You look like the Fourth of July. It makes me want to eat a hot dog real bad. <laughs> I did not really expect good. it to be so good. That's really good. I don't do even you do know other who that lines is. of hers? No. Who is that? <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? From Legally Blonde. It's my mom. Also the from Best in Show. Yeah, okay. she's in a bunch of stuff. Can oh, you yeah. do a Jennifer Coolidge impression of her doing a Michael Caine impression? <laughs> hey, wait. How deep can, can you, you Can you do a Jennifer Coolidge impression if she were at like a cafe and she were like ordering like, I don't know, two iced teas and a chocolate she cake? W- <laughs> um, yeah, could I get two iced teas and do you have a chocolate cake? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, turn the cameras off. Yeah, we're That's done. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, we do have a new segment. Logan said we do a new season. Uh, we, we only started a new season because we got actually kind of sponsored uh, by Sobe, our friends at Sobe Entertainment. They gave us the cameras, the mm. lights, the option to do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, occasionally they're going to give us notes. I do have some notes. Oh, we have notes now. We have notes. Like and notes Alex from producers. Sobe. Yeah, and and Alex, you can you can oh, chime in yes. if you agree with them or if you have anything else you want to add. Because you heard the show before, right? Yes, I've heard a couple of those. Okay, yeah. So, um, who's your favorite member of Danger Junior Range Room? Momo, nice. The dog, not a member. So, yeah, oh. actually, Momo's uh, not allowed on the show. Yeah. She's banned. That just makes me like Momo so much more. That's fair. It's acceptable. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's actually um, pretty short. In general, there needs to be more positive mentions of Sobe Entertainment. That one says optional. 
uh, Logan be less sexy, Blake be more sexy, and Megan stop dressing like a serial killer. Wait, Sobe said this about me being yes. more sexy? Yes. What did they say about me? We'll say no more. They haven't said anything but you or me. No notes. You're oh. doing great. Yeah, no notes for us. Cool. Jimmy, can you hold this? Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> for the listener. Blake, don't if fart you're not, on If you're not on video for the listener, he's taking Ooh, off his jacket. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, hold on. You hey, can't wait. do this. Wait, 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 wait. Can I see it? Wow, and that's why we started doing. Oh video. yeah, because you need to be less sexy. Yeah, this yes, this is perfect. Thank you. God damn it! If you don't look good in a denim jacket, though. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Sorry, Sophie. That was uh, <laughs> So good, I want to kill you. <laughs> no, no, no! This is the thing. <laughs> this is what they said. All right, another note with the notes from Sobe Megan. What do you have for yeah, us? Yeah, okay, okay, friends. The 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 topic on the table this week is pain. All right, so we're gonna talk about oh, what's the worst pain you've ever felt. What is the worst? Have you inflicted pain on anyone else? Yes. Can uh, I tell a story about pain? Yeah, go for it. That's just it's in- indistinctly or in- indirectly about pain. Yeah. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Uh, that's the point of the show. It's a story about pain. Tell us the story. <laughs> I actually, can we do something real quick? Yeah. Because we have video now. Yeah. I thought of a funny bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go get a knife, and I think it'd be funny if we hold a knife and we pass it around about the pain. Can we do that? Can you Ooh. get up really quickly? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get up. Because if I get up, it takes me a minute. Hey, if you get up, can you grab me a Modelo? Yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> so, this is my story about pain. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, watching you laugh makes me so happy. There's nothing that makes me happy. I like you telling a story about (laughs) pain holding a knife like that. This is very good for me. So I used to work at the Tennessee Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Middle Tennessee. Okay? Mm -hmm. You guys write that down? What is it? Say it one more time. Just take notes. One more time, please. Tennessee Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in, in Middle Tennessee. Wait for you to get that down. I got it. I wrote it down. And I, I also would catch animals during the daytime. You guys know that about me. I used to be an animal catcher. I caught snakes, possums, raccoons, squirrels, any animal. Mm-hmm. And I would take them if they were crippled. <laughs> <laughs> if they were, what would you do to them? If they were crippled. <laughs> what would you do to the animals? Uh, what, what, what do you like, think? What, like a baby squirrel? What's, going, what's, what's the problem? What's wrong? Like, let, me, let me throw out a scenario. <laughs> yeah. Baby squirrel. Yeah. It just has a stubby toe. Mm. I'm going to stop acting like a serial killer. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was Zoe, your I'm one sorry. note. Yeah. So You're no, no. really a Not murderer. acting. It says dressing. <laughs> there, no, I wouldn't dressing. kill him. Dressing. Don't dress I him. Wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> okay? I need you to understand that about me. <laughs> Baby squirrel, just so. I stubbed my toe. It'll heal. <laughs> Megan. Logan, what are you doing? With we these would take him to the rehab center. <laughs> We'd take him to the rehab center and get him a new mommy and a new daddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? And <laughs> yeah, there's like a little, there's like a little squirrel with blonde hair that has a, a button-up shirt on, and he's like the child's like CPS officer. <laughs> 
He's like a squirrel. Get to the pain. I mean, that's kind of like Stuart Little, though, right? Yeah, yeah it's this a is lot pleasant, like actually. It's kind of forced, forced, forced Hey, adoption. you guys ever read that children's book, Flat Stanley? Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you do that to a squirrel? No. So, what? What? one day we caught a barred owl. You guys familiar with this kind of owl? Yeah, barn owl? No. A barred owl with a D. Okay, no. Like the owl folks. Like William Shakespeare. The bard. I don't know it. They're about as big as this knife. Is how big they are. Maybe honestly as big as the just the blade without the handle. They're a little tiny knot. Uh owls. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm thinking about knives. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'm drunk. I'm I'm drunk with power. You are drunk I, with power. And awesome. also drunk. You have the talking knife and now you're just the being insane. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll tell you what happened next. <laughs> because I got, cause I've got the knife. Because <laughs> I've got the talking knife. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. What was, <laughs> what was in that green tea? I'll tell you. So. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> That's the knife that brings it out of me. <laughs> the knife. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, <laughs> I'm gonna tell a story about. Okay, man. No, yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Pass the knife now. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. Don't, don't point knives at the guest. Ah. Jesus Christ. She'll never want to come on here again. It's okay. It's just flashbacks to when we lived together. Yeah, Because uh, so far, I've been handing our roommates weapons. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I'm glad this story is short. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so I take it to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center, and I, I take this little barred owl, this little tiny owl, and I ask where they want me to put it. And they say, put it in with the great horned owl. Now, like I said about the barred owl, it's about the size of this knife blade, the barred owl is. A little tiny little owl. You can Google it. You guys all have computers. <clears throat> it is a small owl. And... They say put it in with the great horned owl. Now, great horned owl is about two of these knives tall. Honestly, maybe two and a half. It's a big owl. It's one of the biggest owls. It's the one of the greatest. How many owls? There's two owls. Up? Two owls. Okay. Great horned owl and the barred and a owl. Barred owl. Do you ever read those books about owls? Yeah. Which yeah, one? Yeah. The zoo books. Like the from the commercials? No, oh, there's the like a I like. no. It's like um, it's like a a young adults. Guardians of Gahul. Yeah, no. Guardians of Gahul. Do you ever read that? No, he's yeah. talking about Harry Potter. No, I'm not. So <coughs> he says, no, put not. it in with the great horned owl. Now, here's the thing about owls: is uh, some of them are big and some of them are small, and one of them is one of e- one of each in this story. <laughs> and uh, he, I said, I don't know if that's a good idea. And he said, who's the who's the animal doctor? And he told me, are you guys looking at owls? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it literally says relative size of a fucking, it says nice. larger than a barn owl. What? A barred owl? Yeah. Barn and barred owl. Oh my God. Owls. Can you finish barred. the fucking story? <laughs> Look at how big it is. It's actually pretty big. Look at that. There's a crow, Let me see what you're a, looking there's at. There's a crow to goose scale Unless on size. <laughs> 
And it's you're sitting not quite goose. It's about it's about two knives short of a goose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm giggling. You guys got me tickled. <laughs> you, guys, you guys got this me tickled this week. I tell you, the Lord has been this good. This is the most non-story I've ever heard. <laughs> the Lord has been good. Wow. And so I put the, the barred owl in with the, with the green horn owl. <laughs> Where's it, where are we going? Where's this going? <laughs> and I put it in. This story is a sad ending, so. <laughs> You're already crying. <laughs> Jesus. I put it in with a great horned owl, and I tell him that I'm going to go feed. We had, like, it was like, a, what are those water birds? <laughs> you know, those big Geese? old. No, it's a, it's a big old water. It's like a water eagle. You mean a duck? A crane? <laughs> no, it's like an eagle for the water. Okay. Crane. Water no. eagle? Fisher's eagle. <laughs> what an eagle? <laughs> Google, Google wet eagle. <laughs> <laughs> you talking penguins, brother? Maybe that. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> Google osprey really quick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're talking about oh, osprey. Google shit. osprey. Oh, you're That's talking why, about the this booby. This is why you're here, Alex. No, you're talking about the albatross. This is exactly what we had, Alex. It's the albatross. It's definitively an osprey. No, yeah. this is it. If it was in Tennessee, it's an osprey. So he tells me to go feed the osprey. So, and I leave the barred owl. It's going to be okay, buddy. I leave the barred owl in with the great horned owl. And I go feed the osprey. And I come back to the barred owl to check on him because we might put him in a different thing. Now, Wait, you used to catch animals? Yeah, every day. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. And that's a different. And now I'm going to tell a different story. <laughs> I go into a different thing. I go into a different thing. <laughs> The Lord has been good. He has been good. We has blessed our family. Has he not? Okay. So I go back to the barred owl, or I go back to the great horned owl enclosure, and there is a great horned owl in the enclosure. And I, I mind you, I've been gone for maybe three minutes, maybe four minutes. The, the great, there is a great horned owl in the enclosure, and then the feathers and skull of a barred owl. That's the end of the story. Man, he fuck killed him. So I'm gonna. My story, boys, is about the worst pain that I've ever experienced. And per Megan, per classic Megan, it's about poop. Yeah. Yes. yes. This is what we went. <laughs> this is why I came here. You fucker! You fucker! So. When I was 18, this was the week before Logan and I got back together. Oh, when I was 18, I had my tonsils removed and I was sick as fuck. And they gave me a ton of medication um, for like the pain and like antibiotics so it wouldn't get infected and all the shit, right? And my parents, um, I, I had already moved out. So I had, I had not been living with my parents for a year now. I had finished my freshman year of college, but I was home for the summer cause I had lived in a dorm the previous year. Um, and so they both worked. So like I'm home alone most of the time, like my friends that were in our hometown would come Can you over, hold the knife up? they would come over and they would babysit me, um, <laughs> while I was sick. And so that was like most of my, my schedule. So I don't know if you guys know this, but pain medication makes you 
constipated. Yes. It's like heroin. So I think I didn't, I think, so I was eating just basically just milkshakes. So like just all dairy. Was that prescribed or were you just like, I'm going for it? Well, I couldn't eat solid food. Oh yeah. You got to want to eat milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) Eat a lot of milkshakes. I'm a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Basically he was like, he was like, do you have yogurt at your house? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you have cheese? And I was like, do you have yeah. yogurt? Yes. And he was <laughs> like, do you have sour cream? Gross, put it in a milkshake. He was like, do you have sour cream? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you have cream cheese? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, and eggs? I was like, yes. And he mm-hmm. was like, any dairy, just put it in a fucking blender. Just eat all the dairy that you possibly oh. can shove it. No, it's, it's not. Oh, that Jesus That Christ. didn't happen yet. But right. I ate a lot of dairy because I couldn't eat solid food. So I was eating like cheesy soups, milkshakes, like... That's it. For like six days, that's all Who I ate. Who told you to do this? No one told me to specifically okay, eat dairy, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. She just couldn't eat hard food. So her a first thought was... A lot of them ended was, up being dairy products. Cool. So I was eating dairy, and then I was not pooping from this medication. So, oh, honey. Oh, honey. How long did this go on? Six or seven days. And you hadn't pooped for six or seven Jeez. days. Oh, honey. I was backed the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, I was backed the fuck up. And so I start to like the the intense pain medication, (laughs) the intense pain medication. I only I only got to take for like three or four days. And then I was like just on ibuprofen. Right. Mm -hmm. So by like day six or seven is when my body's like, it's time. And and (laughs) I was like, oh, I just have to poop. And I hadn't thought about how long it had been since I pooped because I've been asleep basically for five days. Um. So no one is home. So you were sleep eating milkshakes. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, my friends yeah. would come over and make me milkshakes. Just milky, milky milkshake. <laughs> yeah. Cheesy soup. Yeah, yeah. So, and Daniel was one of these friends. You know Daniel. I love Daniel. Yeah, he's the best. He listens to the Shout pod. Out Shout outs to Daniel. Shout hey, Daniel. quick quick side note. Go no. listen. No. <laughs> Save plugs for later. I'm going to plug him now. Go listen to Giovanni Daniel on Spotify Giovanni and follow him Daniel. on YouTube. His music slaps. And you better do it. She's <laughs> holding a knife. If you don't. So I head to the toilet and <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to poop. It's whatever. And when I tell you I was on the toilet, I thought I was having a baby. Like I... <laughs> was on the toilet for probably three hours screaming at my house by myself because it was so painful. I was like calling people being like, what do I do? Like I thought I needed to go to the hospital. What if we were like, what if we were like, Megan, you thought you were having a baby. Tyler, why don't you come on in? (laughs) (laughs) Little boy. Dun, dun. A mommy. And guess what? I'm holding a knife. (laughs) Oh, no. Get him away from the woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, so then what <laughs> happened? And and let me just say this, boys, and I don't know what you're into. Okay. I don't Jesus know. Christ. I don't know what you women. <laughs> I don't know what you look at women when you're home nice. by yourself. But there is a genre of porn that is what <laughs> my butthole looks like. Poopy porn? After Poop porn. This fucking Poop shit. porn. Hey kids, go home and Google Goatsy on your parents' computer. <laughs> And I wish, I really wish that I had taken a picture of the turd that came out of me because. <laughs> you don't. Was, How big was it on the crow to goose scale? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Wait. It was at least two knives. <laughs> oh and it God. was thick. <laughs> Jeez. 
Jeez. It was at least the thickness of a dick. It was, it was at least dick. one crow wide. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably... <laughs> yeah, like literally like my asshole is bleeding, Jimmy. Oh bleeding. my God. But otherwise, did you have to wipe or... Was there no wipe blood. Or? Yeah, yeah, it's easy. No, that shit was compact. There was no mess, just blood. Mm. I see you like after the shit, you're like, man, I'm hungry. That's, Megan literally like had a baby chicks. and doesn't understand the difference. That, that it was a poo. There's a lot of blood coming off this old turd. What are these arms? This turd's bloody as fuck. And then I flush that back? shit down yeah. the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> down the toilet. God damn. Okay. Well, how many times did you have to flush? It ripped a... Ni- no, I'm not going to. No. Only once. And I'll say we had, we, had, we had good plumbing. I was about to say, I've never... Lived on the Tennessee River. Good plumbing. I, I once oh, yeah. saw someone poop a poop so big that we had to cut it up with a clothes hanger in the bath. To, I probably should have done that. Was that also... Which is kind of sure an abortion. Was poop yeah, well? it was kind of an abortion. <laughs> 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 Alex, do you have a, no, a story about pain? Dark. That's so dark. Alex, do you have a story about pain? Or pain that you've caused or pain that you felt? Yeah, that's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Was you want the talking knife? <laughs> you can hold it however you want. I know, You're I know, our guest. I now have the talking knife. Um, the worst pain <laughs> I ever... What? I'm the microphone. I'm the microphone. Yes. Do you, wanna lower? you can lower is. it if you need to. <laughs> that's yeah. I got so scared there for a second, I just knocked it off. Uh, the worst pain I ever felt, uh, besides my eardrums rupturing every time I fly, which is pretty awful and was the worst pain up until this... And similarly enough, it was while I was on hydros for my foot surgery last year, um, in which I had a similar experience to Megan. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, But uh, uh, I got, I had like, I broke both of my pinky toes a whole bunch of times when I was a kid doing Mm. martial arts. And it's not really a lot you can do for them except like tape them to the other toe. So their move was to grab your foot and just break it. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, actually. They grabbed your foot and they said... Yeah, that's actually what happened. They were like, you don't need your pinky toe, but they weren't strong enough to get it off. Yeah. Yeah, because they were children. Um, But you were also a child, so. Yes. So, you know, I got strong toes, I guess, but not strong enough to not be broken. Um, But it had caused the, like, this toe healed eh, fine-ish, but, like, if you, you can still feel it if you, like, hold this toe. There's a bump on it, and it used to be a lot worse. And it started causing me really bad pain because I wear... um, steel-toed shoes for work like constantly and i was like i we have to fucking do something about this because this hurts so bad um and so like i went to the doctor and they were like yeah so essentially your break healed really bad and it's just pressing against your other toe also you have a little bit of a hammer toe which is making it worse and i was like can you fix it and they were like yeah what's a hammer toe i was gonna ask hammer toe is like when your foot or your toes are like curling under because either your tendon is like too short uh-huh. or there's something else I think that can cause it. But essentially my tendon was too short and you're, you're born with it. You can also get them from like injuries and stuff. I believe. Is that, is that, and, and hear me out boys mm-hmm. when they do like the foot binding, doesn't that happen to those women? That is a very different thing. Uh, but like, I mean, but it, it makes their toes curl under permanently. No, I heard yeah? about this. I mean, yeah, that's, that's but that's lotus. a like right. intentional. I heard about this. Thing. A hammer toe is not like that extremely curled. Oh, I see. I, I don't think. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I can't speak for other people who have like severe hammer no, toes. You should. I've never. I'll tell you this. There you about, go. <laughs> about a, a term, I've never been so severely disappointed. I really was excited when you said hammer toe, and I thought maybe you had developed. I thought your toe just was getting drunk. Yeah. No, it's just like That's a, actually it's like a gavel. That's actually what I thought. 
well. <laughs> Is your let me toe get to the right now? let me get to the pain part of this story. Okay, um, okay. I so they were Is like this distracting for you. This isn't the pain part of the story. No. Okay. Other than like that, all of these things have caused you pain. Yeah. Yeah. Like being alive. You know. Alex, yeah. Just Alex, that in general. Alex, you have the talking knife. You can enforce your talking authority with by the killing knife. us. Yes. <laughs> there just you want go. you to keep that in mind. I'm actually just gonna cut my toe off, um, on yes. camera. Yes. But like later, um. So they were like, "We can fix that. We can go in. We can slice open your toe, shave off that portion of bone, mm. and then snip your tendon and mm. put a pin inside your toe to mm. straighten it out." And I was like, yes, let's do that. And then the pandemic hit. Oh, you were like, yes. Yes. I was like, yes, please, let's do that. This was recent. Uh, Yeah. So, well, I mean, I've had that, like, horrible break for, like... Your whole life. My whole life. Because I think the first time it happened, I was, like, nine or ten. And so... Once like surgery centers opened back up during the pandemic, I got that operation oh done. Oh my gosh, I remember this. And yes. there's like a rod or something in your toe, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was a metal pin in my toe. There it is. Um, because they went in, they shaved down that bone piece. Um, although part of it is still there, it's just not causing the pain anymore. But the pin part was the worst because it was the hammer toe. They're trying to straighten it out. Recovery's like two weeks in like a cast, so it can't move, but your toes are sticking out because there's a pen in it. Um, and then I was in a walking boot and like on a scooter for Didn't you like four hit, weeks, hit I think. It? Oh, yep, Megan. Yep. Oh, Megan. Yep. I <laughs> oh, remember Megan. this. Um, I think that's the story. And uh, <laughs> like I would bump it every so often and it, it like hurt, but it really wasn't that bad. Um, but then one day I uh, was like hobbling around moving more than I was supposed to because they definitely told me I needed to stop doing that. Uh, and I was like, I have places to be. So um, I leaned on something I should not have. And it just collapsed under me. Oh. <laughs> I am on the ground. And I look down at my foot that's in this, like, it was this weird boot that forced me to walk on my heel so that I could walk around more, which was the worst thing they could have given me because I was walking around. And they were like, don't walk around. And I was like, no. Um, and I'm on the ground and I'm looking and the pin is in there and it was bent this way, like when they put it in. Mm just bent like that had a little green ball on it mm. the pin is facing the other direction mm. so when i fell it had turned and i was like okay i didn't i didn't feel that that's fine whatever i go down to touch it and i like spun it and it was like fine and i was like okay and i spun it a little too far and that was the worst pain i've ever felt in my life i was like if this pain was not just for a moment I would have can seriously considered ending my life right here. You know how I know that this is bad, Alex? Because Jimmy is so speechless right now. I'm not good with stuff like this. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, like it just that one spot in it, I like, I could not even tell you where the pain was coming from. It just shot up my leg and like full through my spine, and I'm just on the ground. And I like, I cried for a second, and then I was like, well, I'm gonna go to the kitchen, <laughs> and then I was fine. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. And then you were fine. The the rod but the rod was out of place. No, so so the rod is so like if this is my pinky, right. the rod's sticking down in there to ah! keep it straight. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it straight so that your tendon doesn't heal back and just right. cause the hammer toe. Yeah, again. of course. But it sticks out and it's bent to the side. And that's how they put it in. It's not and just you straight. Turned. It's like it had sounding. rotated. It's like sounding. Yeah. You guys know what that? Yes. No. That's exactly what it was. Oh. It's like sounding, but it, there's no 
It's not even supposed to be it's there. It's like sounding, except they made a hole for it. Yeah, it's not even not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to not supposed to be there. Logan, for the kids at yeah. home, can you describe what sounding is? It's where you put stuff in your urethra. Long tubes and stuff. Oh. Pens, needles. Not pens and needles, but like you take like a metal, like a stick, put it down your urethra. Like nice. And she was pinky Your pee hole? Your pee hole. For boys. I mean, I guess girls could do it too, but they don't have as long of a travel distance. Go there. Yeah. Yeah. And girls also get UTIs easier, so like I feel like you would get fucked up if uh, you uh, did that to a lady. Yeah, just thinking about it makes me want to <clears throat> fucking die. Makes like, me want to. Oh, I guess I'll go. Have you heard those women that go. put tea bags up in their vaginas? Oh no, ma'am, tea, tea bags to cleanse the womb. What? No. What kind of tea? Speak to this more. Tell us. Speak it's like, to that. Tell yes. us. Yeah. It's literally yeah. like there was this like detox craze. Talking to the mic. Like, there was this like, like Earl Grey. I don't think like I think like they were advertising they like detox tea package. Like, ooh, like, sleepy time. I think Gwyneth mm, Paltrow was man. one of the people who supported it. Who? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Ah uh, well. Don't yeah. quote me on that. The gooper. It's like something she would do. Goop so me. so they would. It's just like, it's like the same concept as like douching, which like you're not really supposed to right. be doing in the vagina because right. like it's naturally cleansing. Yeah, and like they were like, for you. detox your womb by sticking fucking tea bags up there. Jesus Christ. Why don't they yeah. just but drink some tea? Arizona green tea? And piss that An shit out. An excellent question. <laughs> hey, you drink enough Arizona green tea, you're going to piss the lightning, whole, boy. The whole concept <laughs> of detoxing yeah. anything, like I'm going to detox, it's like, from what? Yeah. Like, if your organs aren't working, you're just yeah. an alcoholic. <laughs> you heard about, yeah, yeah. You heard about cavemen, right? Yeah, like, drink water. Your body, just I think, drink, will just, just do drink that. a little water, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Your body will do that, I think. Or, at worst case, get a colonoscopy. They'll clean that shit out for you, but, like, detox what? When people are like, do you have any idea the chemicals a, that you're eating? It's like that, everything is chemicals. I had a funny vision of a guy going in for a colonoscopy. He's like leaned over and he's got his, his old, you know, his old booty hole hanging out. And the doctor just takes a garden hose. Spray <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why, but boy, it got with me like laughing. Some, you know, like, garden hose like in the butt. You know how you go, Shh. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell my story now. I will yeah. come to this doctor forever. So, uh, when I lived in uh, San Elmo, Texas, I had a go-kart. Is that a real place? That's yes. a real place. It is, and you can Google it. I'm going to. Please do. How are the fires there? Amazing. How do you spell Great. it? Great. No follow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I had a go-kart, and it could go up to 40 miles an hour, but, sorry, it didn't have brakes. What? Because it just didn't. We bought it. I don't even fucking know where we got it. Um, I would go. I would drive everywhere around the little town because it was a little Texas town. And I would just go to my friend's houses and stuff. Well, one time I was really ripping it. Mm-hmm. I was really going for it. Were you, were, where were you ripping it? In a neighborhood. Oh, never mind. Not. That's why I was like, is it real? <laughs> this seems kind of fucked it up. It is real. <laughs> no, 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 I no, thought no, you no. said, you said St. Elmo. Yeah. I thought you said, say no mo. That's literally. Like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I he literally wrote that. down wrote S-A-Y, say, say like, no mo. Say no mo. Say I no guess mo. I just say it that hey, way. Say no mo. Say no, like, say no mo. That's kind of fucked say up, I think, that that's called that. I don't that. think it is. Yeah. Eh, well, good. you live there. 
I live there and so, I breathe there. So, anyways, you're ripping it down the fairway. I'm ripping it down the fairway <laughs> in, the, in the fucking season one reference. Go kart. It was a blue coke go kart or a little one seater, little you know weed eater engine. Mm-hmm. Put a gallon of gas in that thing. You're good for a month. You're good for a while. No brakes. Never had brakes. <laughs> what did you just have a stack of pillows in front? No, I would just <laughs> I would just let off the gas and you just time it right. Jamie's little little Jamie's just down there ripping it. You yeah, like put your like put your feet on off the onto the side. Fred Flintstone it. it. Yeah. Fred Flintstone. What, what if you to, what if you have to corner? Do you just like? I'll tell you right now. Okay. Put a put a uh, palm down on the ground. Palm it. Palm mute it. Grab the other wheel. Grab the wheel. Fast and Furious style. Spin it's all about it. the family. <laughs> it's, it's a, um, yeah, I was really ripping it down the fairway in this neighborhood. And uh, I would kind of do some drifting stuff or like kind of fuck around because, you know, I just thought I was the shit. And it was. Uh, but the, I realized like I'm going way too fast. There's a there's a turn coming. I'm not going to, if I turn, and I don't know how I figured, I worked this out in my fucking 10 year old brain, but I'm like, it's going to flip. <laughs> I, can't, I can't just turn going yeah. at this speed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that good. So I see. Uh, Come on, Jimmy. You're not Dale Earnhardt. I'm not Dale Earnhardt. I was going right. Anyways, uh, there's a block, there's a huge block of like wood ahead of me. And I was like, I'm just going to have to slam into it. <laughs> I swear to God. No. Yeah. There's like you know those like parking Such blocks of wood. <laughs> Such a no. Jimmy decision. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck it. <laughs> so I just fucking I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna crash into How, this Can thing. you give us a rough age, rough estimate of age? Ten. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Yeah, you know something, and. uh yeah, I just let go of the gas, but it's too late. Like, I was going fucking forever amount of fast. And I just slammed into it like, blah. And, like, and it hurt. But I was fine. Yeah. I kind of just shook it off. Well, that's home. the thing about you, Jimmy, yeah. is that you're a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Like, n- like, you just make it. Things just Things work, work out. It did work out. Yeah. And that's what I drive to this day. There you go, Blake. Oh, thanks, man. We just fucking into shit. Cut to <laughs> cut to twenty minutes before you're like, I think I hear Jimmy coming. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> right into the bucket. Um, uh, most pain, most pain I've ever had in one ever time. Felt or, 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 given. or that you like oh, pay, shit. Yeah, you if you beat or someone given. up, you can subject tell that story. Pain. The subject is pain. Most it could be a mo- it could my be a story given. was about a bird eating it another bird. It could be bird. emotional pain. Welcome to the house of pain. I had that soundbite this whole time. I didn't even use it. Are you kidding me? Can we hear it again? Welcome to the house of pain. Thank you. One more time. Well. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. That works. <laughs> nice. Uh, most pain I've ever felt. Uh, ever. Yeah. Yes. Or a story that has to do with pain. Oh boy! Like, do you want to hand what? me the knife? No, I got it. <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. Uh, most pain I've ever felt uh, at one time. Can you give me a hi? My name is Blake Brown. Hello, my name is Blake Brown. And the most pain I've ever felt at one time 
I just bought a brand new longboard, and I had watched. This is in 2011, and I was watching a video of it online, and I was like, "Well, there you just go fast down a hill, and then you do a little drift, you get out of it, and then you have fun. You do it again. I don't know, but uh, I took it to this hill, uh, a couple like a mile from where I lived." And, and the hill, the hill had a name. What was the, what was the are you name asking of me? the hill? No. <laughs> oh, I see. It was the, the Grand Mesa Hill outside of Crystal Falls Golf Course. <laughs> That's the name of it. So I went to Grand Mesa and I went to the top of the hill at, uh, right next to the Crystal Falls Golf Course. And I took the longboard uh, and, I, and I got on it and then I rode it down the hill. And then I uh, lost control because I was going too fast, and I uh, and I wiped out. Is there a way to keep you from going so fast, or or you just get used if to it? If you were good at longboarding, yes. But it was my first day on it, and I just assumed that I could uh, like do a slide because I skateboarded. But yeah, I mean, you know, you're going down a hill, mm-hmm. and you kind of carve a little bit. I see. And then cut out of it, I and see. then that keeps your speed at a manageable volume, but. And, uh, you know, if you've ever skateboarded, you know about speed wobbles. I'm sorry, that was an accident. Fuck! Anyways, so uh, I started getting speed wobbles. My board's like doing this. And uh, <laughs> I just try to like ride it out. And you, you can't really do that. So Not possible. I just fly like 20 feet off the board and just like. Slide for a long time. You're bombing it, and I, dude, it was really bad. <laughs> I wish y'all could see this hill. I don't know if you can Google it, but uh, Grand Mesa Crystal Falls Golf Course. There's a hill next to it. It's really steep. Anyways, uh, I slid on my elbow and on my back, and just ground off all the skin on my whole arm and on my back. And uh, I think I I might have fractured my ankle too. And, uh, and that hurt real bad. It hurt pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, it's probably just sprained. Um, but um, my gla- my brand new Stussy glasses. I bought these fancy glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they flew off my face. Really cool sunglasses. I wish I had them. How old right were now. you? Uh, 18, 17? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, young That's enough. Ten to years fuck. ago. Shut up. Why? <laughs> Why are you? Why would you do that? Now people know how old I am. To, I'm trying to I'm trying to inflict pain on you, Blake. That's the subject of today's You couldn't episode. hurt me if you tried. Looks like Blake's about to inflict pain on you. I have a knife. With a talking knife. So I, yeah, I don't know. I crashed my longboard. I hurt myself, and it hurt. There you go. Well, what did you think? Actually, here. So Sorry. the so the worst part was uh, my brand new glasses flew off my face, and then I'm like trying to like collect myself and like stand up on the side of the road. And this car fucking runs over my new glasses <laughs> and they're just destroyed. And so, and they didn't stop either because they saw me crash and they just kept going. And so I'm like limping and I had to limp like a mile and a half. The driver was like, what, what, what was going through your head? Like as you were limping and Oh, this was the worst part. Cause I tried to call my friend and my phone was broken too. So mm. I fell on that. So driver was like, look at this little no red headed boy. 
Yeah. The, the wife was like, run over his glasses, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll right. teach him a lesson. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, my my uh, my cool red shirt that I was wearing got shredded. It was like literally hanging off my body. I got like a gash here and I'm like, oh, bloody. And then all the skin was like ground off my back, shoulder. Um, and then I had like a sprained ankle and I walked home on it. And my glasses broke. So there you go. Damn. Yeah, it's not it's not a funny story. It just kind of sucks. They don't got to be yeah. funny. Good, it's not. Here you go. So now I have the talking knife. And I'm going to tell <laughs> about all the pain you all have caused me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go one by not one. Not interested. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but do the boo sound. Boo. We don't need the boo sound. We are the boo sound. But we, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Um, okay, so, the most, I, man, if I talk about the most emotional pain I've ever caused, or ha- have received, I'm getting- That a, one's pretty bad. I, I feel know. like we can't really go into emotional pain. I know, a lot, of, a lot of ex-girlfriends Jesus would call Christ. me yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. For the same reason? I say we just do it. <laughs> <laughs> my, I told my story. I t- <laughs> <laughs> So the but I oh, God, so when I tell the story I'm sorry listeners because you're just gonna hear the story and you're gonna you have phantom pains of your own I'm sure but the most pain I ever felt was so I have inherited some really bad teeth um, and so I've always had dental problems even though I do I, I, I try my best I do the brushing twice a day I floss um, usually once a day if I don't drink too much and um, Oh, but uh, but uh, the the things happened to where uh, I have to had to get a, a giant root canal Ooh. from an endodontist. Ooh. Which what is, is that? Um, is they that a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's this giant. That's not gonna work, Austin. It's this giant dinosaur dentist. Hands too big. And he has like no, it's a T Rex, so it's really tiny hands, and they have okay. really small instruments. What does it sound like? Like that, I guess. Oh, so you know <laughs> you know Doctor Goo. Okay, that's Dr. weird. Doctor Goo. Well, writing it down, Doctor Goo. <laughs> that's not the real doctor's name. That's the one I made up. But, uh, Doc um, the doctor didn't. I I think um, she got a new assistant who was in charge of numbing me up, um, but she didn't Ooh, do it what's right. What's that mean? Like putting Novocaine in my gums? Ew! Like, the, it's lo- You've it's never been numbed. Never been numbed. <laughs> It's actually kind of... Hey, yeah, I've been numb. You guys want to numb him Not right now? Not comfortably numb, but no, don't. Guys, don't take my pants off and numb me on camera. Okay, thank you. I think anyway. we're all about to get numbed. I have the talking knife. <laughs> Please do not numb me. Okay. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she goes in there, and she didn't numb me up at all, just the roof of my mouth and like uh. the bottom, like my lips and stuff. So I couldn't convey that I was in pain, but she was operating inside of my tooth, and I was the most fucking pain I've ever experienced. Uh. Her, yeah, that is the most physical pain. Uh, the most emotional pain is every time I try to talk to my parents about the podcast and they have notes. They have notes? Do they listen to it? His parents so my- and be. Have they never listened to it and, and still have notes? No, my, my dad listened to an episode. He's like, y'all should do characters. We do. We do. We write you, characters. You no, he's like, I'm y'all should like. come on. Y'all should come on the show and pretend to be a character, then write a sketch as a character. Get your fucking dad on the pod. And I was like, Dad, you just described fucking what's comedy. Your, what's bang your bang. dad's name? Schmark. Mm. Schmark. 
Come, you you come try it out. Try it out. Torch. <laughs> Absolutely burned. Fucking. If, if, if we ever, if we ever put my dad. Step on, to me, Schmark. If we ever put my dad on the show, he's oh not going to write a sketch. He's going to name every single um, Abbott and Costello sketch he can think of, or Laurel and Hardy, and then just describe them in the worst way possible. Sounds really funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's his podcast called? Um, his podcast is called uh, Airlines and My Son, Why I Disappoint Them Both. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a funny Uh-oh. podcast. I would love to listen to that. <laughs> Please send that to me. <laughs> Can I, I want to tell a short one about the worst pain, like pain that I hope that I never, like something that scares me really bad. It's childbirth. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Good answers, boys, but no, is when I, listen, listen this traumatized me, when I took, I think anatomy maybe or something in, in middle or high school, we had to watch this video about this lady who had brain cancer. And when you have brain cancer, it, I guess if it's on a specific part of your brain, obviously they cut your brain open and then take the tumor off of your brain, mm. right? But, <laughs> but if it's on a certain part of your brain, you have to be awake. You have to be awake? Is that something you and it's see funny. happening? It's funny because you don't feel it, right? It's Obviously, local. you're numbed, like whatever. Like it, yeah. You're not actually in pain, but I would be so fucking terrified. Yeah, I used to, when weird. back in my religious days, I used to, <laughs> I used to do literally surgery. pray. I would be like, please, God, don't ever, like, do not, like, of all of the... God right Mountains now is like, that I have God to right overcome. now is like, I'm about to give this. I'm oh it down. my God. Cancer. Well, I'm not kidding. When I left the church, go, I was God's like, like go I'm going to get brain then. cancer. <laughs> go to church. Go to church then. Well, <laughs> you like your because, head, like, you like your head they, on the inside. They will make you, you have to do all of these. You have to do all of these like tests and stuff like for months and months in advance where they sit like you down. Like physical tests like Ninja Warrior? No. <laughs> they sit you down and they'll be like, okay, recite the alphabet. And you have to sit there and go A, B, C, D, right? And then you have, then you'll, they'll be like, make you memorize monologues and stuff. The doctor's like, bend over. And what will happen... <laughs> with the water hose. What will happen <laughs> is that during surgery, they filmed this woman's surgery and they'll, she has to keep talking, right? Because in this specific case, the tumor was growing near her spine speech area which is like back here to the left and so she had to keep continuously talk the entire time so that they would know if they were fucking up her ability to talk what would happen is that they would be like okay say this and she would fucking she would be like you know romeo romeo wherefore art thou romeo she'd be like reciting some monologue and she would go romeo like she would like that sounds like you're freak shit. out. That sounds like you would freak love that. out. <laughs> and they would they would take like the tools oh, right. They'd be one. like working in her Whoops. brain, and she would go she would go <laughs> like freak out, and then they would remove them, and she would go. Wherefore art thou? And she would no. just pick back up, and they would go back in. Fuck sketches. Dude, We're just gonna like play the, that video for the second half. Uh, that's <laughs> the brain's G spot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and with that, I think we're gonna. Hey guys, taking a little quick break from the show. Provoking pies. They'll say the N word <laughs> when they give you every pizza. pepperoni says the N word. <laughs> 
My favorite bit is interrupting Austin. That's my favorite. Yeah. It's so juicy. I've actually never had Hoboken pies, so I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend I like them. Yeah. They're, it's really good, guys. They're across the street from Barnes. Oh, really? I want to I wanted to do... Do you already have something written down for Hoboken pies? No, do you have like a real thing? Yeah, I, I practiced this earlier. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you, you got it, Blake. You got it. Yep. Hey, guys. You ever go to Barb's? I do a lot. And when I leave Barb's at 2 in the morning, there are only two options for food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of those options is Hoboken pie. And I want to talk to you briefly about what makes Hoboken Pie so special. They're open at 2 a.m. They're open at 2.30 a.m. In the corner of River, Red River at 8 a.m. And they're on the way back to my car. <laughs> but also, uh, who doesn't like pizza? And Hoboken Pie delivers exactly what you're paying for. It's pizza. And <laughs> what'd you pay for? Pizza? They're not going to sponsor us anymore. <laughs> no, they are there. I'm getting to it. <laughs> Listen, if you're awake at 2.30 a.m. and you're downtown, yeah. go to Hoboken Pie. And I want you to tell Alex, he's probably there. I want you to say, Alex, tell <laughs> you tell him Danger Junior sent you. He'll and know, they're going to, four pizzas for free. He'll know exactly, exactly what you mean. You hold up the talking knife. You hold it up to his fucking throat. <laughs> you say, look, motherfucker, it's my turn to talk. <laughs> Tell him Elon sent you. Yeah. And honestly, so you're telling me, if I go in there and I say, you have pizza, that's what you sell, I'm going to give you money for it. They're going to give it to me? First of all, you're not going in there. You're not allowed. Okay. <laughs> the door is closed. You pay at the window and you eat away from the window. You That's do not nice. look I'm into the window while you're eating. I'm glad I asked. You take your pizza and you walk away and you eat it. You do not look in the window. Hoboken pie. Uh, so good. Try it out. <laughs> Even if you're sober. And now back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Had a fun little ad break there, but now we're going to go into the sketches that we wrote this week. We wrote them all in an hour. We're going to keep that? We're going to send it to him. And be I like, practiced that for <laughs> days. We're going to send that to Alex. He's going to be like, <laughs> he's going to be like, you, he's going to be like, everything Fuck in that you. ad was a fact. <laughs> you can buy pizza and, and we, we give and it to you. And we're open. You do order out the window. <laughs> All right, does everybody have my sketch? Well, this is a good is it name. Lucifer? No, nah, this is a good name for a sketch here. Yes. Okay. It is that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you're reading screen direction. Great. I've bolded most, I think, all of it. Um, okay, moving right ahead. Um, Megan, you'll be reading the part of Dr. Goo. Got it. That's Dr. Goo. Uh, Austin, you're reading the part of Boron. I feel typecasted. What do you mean? <laughs> Boron is actually so fucking cool. You only have one line. But, Great. all right. <laughs> <laughs> mess with you. All right, all right. Uh, and Logan and I are going to uh, hang out. Oh, uh, my name's Blake Brown, and this is uh, Goosifer's Grudge. 
There was a loud boom and a subsequent white-hot flash of heat. The town of San Omo, Texas, had been leveled by the explosion. <laughs> 20 miles outside of town, a colony of o- Osprey? Mm-hmm. A colony of Osprey turned around quickly to see what the commotion was about. They were quickly fried by the heat wave. 0.25, or 25 miles outside of town, the cameraman for a local news station was setting up for a shoot outside of the Brookshire Brothers. He saw the mushroom cloud in the distance. He heard the sound moments later. He shook off the disbelief and rushed to start recording. It was unfortunate that he wasn't eight, eight miles further out, for he too was burned to a crisp. <laughs> Somewhere in West Texas, Dr. Goo awoke with, with a gasp. <gasps> He rubbed the sleep out of his eyes and peeled himself off the park bench. Oh, no, 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 no. Could it be? What is it, baby? I'm not sure. I just had a terrible, horrible dream. Are you going to be okay? You look like someone shook you to your core. I'm, I'm not sure. I could have sworn. Hey, you mind handing me that phone? Babe, you know I don't have hands. Fuck. <laughs> so sorry. Here, let me get it. It's okay. I know you just woke up. Dr. Goo walked over to their car and opened the trunk. He calmly searched through his belongings, then paused. He stared for a moment. His hands twitched suddenly, and then he began rifling through their belongings. Fuck! No, no, no! What? Baby, what is it? It's gone. What's gone? The device. Fuck! Where could it have gone? Well, where did you have it last? We had it at the last truck stop. Could it... No. Fuck! Do we need to turn around? There's no time. If the device falls into the wrong hands, we'll never succeed with the mission. Hand me that fucking phone, please. (laughs) Babe, you know I don't have hands. God damn. What the fuck are you even good for then? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We will figure this out, but I am not your enemy. Those damn owls are. You need to calm down, Guccifer. Dr. Goose stared into the distance for a moment. She only ever used his full first name when he was out of line. I'm sorry, baby. You know how stressed I've been. It's just that this has been a culmination of my life's work. Without this, I am nothing. Don't you say that. Do not say that. Look again. It's got to be back there. I'll check again. Dr. Goo returned to rifling through the trunk once more and found the small duffel bag. He nearly collapsed. He was so relieved. He must have been dreaming. He clutched the duffel bag to his chest and then looked inside. The device stared back at him. Thank the Lord. It was a dream. What was? The explosion. It was so real, but here it is. We still have a shot. See, baby, I told you things would work out. Are you ready to go? Yes, baby, I am. All right, clutch my body. Do not open your (laughs) eyes and do not let go. Dr. Goo zipped the duffel bag back up and tied the strap around his body. His travel companion, a talking knife, closed her eyes and began to levitate. (laughs) Dr. Goose stared off in thought one last time as the sun rose over the endless plateaus of West Texas. He focused not a moment later and quickly wrapped his feathered body around the talking knife's hilt. She quickly slashed her blade body through the air and cut a rift, which they both levitated through. There was seven seconds of bright light and pure agony before Dr. Goo was dropped back onto solid ground. He shook off the pain and hoisted himself off of the concrete pad below him. He gripped at the duffel bag as his vision returned to him. TK, you with me? Yes, baby. Did we make it to the right one? I can't be certain. Let me take a look around. 
Dr. Goo walked around the perimeter, looking for some sign that the mission was still on track. Moments later, he spotted the text on the side of the building. Could it be? Did we finally find it? Is it the Tennessee Wildlife Center for Aviary Rehab? Yes. We need to plant the device in the middle of those trees immediately. Wait for me. Make haste, Guccifer. The Guardians will try their hardest to prevent you from succeeding as soon as you approach the trees. We have one shot at this. Dr. Goo nodded and began to sprint towards the trees. Horns sounded in the distance. The entire kingdom of Gahul erupted <laughs> in hoots and hollers as thousands of armored owls shot out of the I trees. I think that's copyrighted. <laughs> I think that Doc- I can that's parody law, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Dr. Goo let loose a powerful scream as the owls ripped his feathery flesh. He continued to sprint to the trees, bloodied and battered. He drew a sword with his non-dominant hand <laughs> and slashed his way through the barred owl's bonds while his dominant hand continued to grip the duffel bag. He reached the edge of the trees and collapsed into a bloody pile. The guardians of Gaul <laughs> let loose shrieks of victory. Boron, the king of Gahul, approached his bloody human goose hybrid with a gun drawn and trained on his feathery head. It seems you have failed. Maybe in the next life, Baka. <laughs> <laughs> with a smirk, Dr. Goo reached his feathery hand into the duffel bag and flipped the switch. The talking knife watched in horror as she realized that her companion would not make it out alive. Goosefer, I'm so sorry. I love you. The talking knife slashed the air, not a moment too soon. Leaping into the rift, the duffel bag exploded violently, sending the kingdom of Gahul and its owl citizens back to hell. <laughs> Give us the oh swoosh. Oh my god. Swoom. Give us, there we go. Can I say one thing? Yes. Since, since I didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah please do. I like how, and this is probably why we're better for radio than we'll ever be for for, for visual media. Visuals for, outdated. For, a, for, for, for video. Yeah. We're better for the A than the V. Yeah. What are you doing? I just hold that for a second. What I was going to say is, you know, a lot of sketch comics, comedy shows, you know, they'll have like a sketch about a guy who sings or a sketch about a person on a bicycle. <clears throat> yep. And we have sketches about dogs. <laughs> In wireframe alternate space dimensions <laughs> that crash through unholy texts. I don't know. That's all I wanted to say. I love the, I'll say this. I love the imagination between all of us. I would just, I feel like what I like about our sketches is that if someone wanted to fil- film them, the budget would have to be $1 billion. <laughs> it would have to be an insane. <laughs> <laughs> we need the Guardians of Gahul. We'll and license a- it. We'll license <laughs> it. Get them. What, are they making a sequel? Now, like, I don't... I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't get this one. What do you mean? I didn't follow it. I also don't know what the Guardians of Gahul are at all. That's why you don't follow it. That's why you don't get the whole joke. Here we go. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, Yeah, please do. Mm -hmm. For the listener, Google it. Google it, why don't you? Oh, what? Oh, this looks like like some nerd shit. You didn't read that? Nah, I didn't read. Fuck reading, nerds. <laughs> uh, it's a movie. Does anybody? So, does everybody else know the Guardians of Gahul? One hundred percent. I watched this movie like a thousand times. I love owls. Mm. You like rain? You like owls? You like? I think y'all are fucking nerds. This looks like some. It's just like furry Twilight. Megan, you're on the podcast. <laughs> Alex, you're permanent on the podcast. Alex, what'd you think of Blake's sketch? Oh, I liked it a lot. Megan, I think you are definitely missing out by not watching the Guardians of Gahul. 
Well, fuck. Bam. It's just right. like this. It's like the, this it's, podcast. If you like this, we it's were, a lot of this. We had armor on. Yeah. Oh. That actually accurately describes it. Yeah. Did you see that movie Top Gun? No. What are, mm. Watch it backwards. <laughs> Goose. <laughs> All what right. Do you, what do you think it was short for? What? Gahoose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Jimmy, what? which one's your roommate? Right. Roommates. Let's roommates go to Jimmy's. Let's go to Jimmy's. It's time for my oh, speech. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. What? <laughs> Just go on. Just go on. This is my sketch. Yeah. So who's playing who? Like, is it first one is the character, second one is the actor? Yeah, first, first one's the character. So, Megan, you're going to play Alex. I'm playing Alex. Okay. Yeah. Logan, you're going to play me. Okay. Very excited about that. Um, Blake, you'll play Logan. Okay. And Alex, you're going to play Megan. Austin, Austin, I'm really sorry. You're not in my sketch either. Great. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I get to chill the fuck out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, you better rip our sh- sketches to shreds this week. Okay. I have oh, you want me to do that? Okay. I mean, yeah, you're not okay. reading. So. Okay. <laughs> There's sound design in mine, so I have a cute. Okay, great. <laughs> I like how this week is like Bully Austin week. Welcome back. Season two, episode one. We're fucking bullying Austin this season. That's the other bit. First bit, Michael Caine. Second bit, Bully Bully Austin. Austin. (laughs) Emotional pain. We're going to need like a little bumper, like a little sound effect and music cue. Anytime they're bullying me, we'll like pull a graphic. Bully Austin. We started with uh, what's the most emotional pain you've ever felt? And he said a story and we were like, we can top that. We can just put, we can just just put in the little, in like the bottom corner of the video, we can put bully tally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's live news updates. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like Austin's getting bullied right now. Austin, I'll say this. Yeah. I only gave you one line in my sketch, but it wasn't. It was because it's one of the funny lines. It's a joke. And it's the character's supposed to only have one line. And if you Logan, want more lines, Logan, I'll switch am, your character with someone else. Am I the joke? Mm. Do, we have, do we have the sound effect for, for bullying Austin? <laughs> yeah, let me grab it real quick. Yeah. I knew this would actually happen eventually. Let's read Jimmy's <laughs> sketch. How about Sorry, that? This is my sketch. It's called... <laughs> Does everyone know their part? Yes. <laughs> All right. This is Roommates, the Reckoning. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy. It's nice to finally meet you. My name is Alex. I'm Logan and Megan's ex-roommate. Nice to meet you. Nothing crazy I should know about them before I move in, right? Ha! I'm kidding. I know they're pretty cool, and I already know about the loud sex thing to give me a heads up about that. Ha ha, no. They are great. I actually really miss them. Oh, okay, great. Hey, well, I'm stoked to move in with them. Actually, I would honestly feel guilty if I didn't bring this up. Oh, so... There is something? I was totally kidding, but yeah, shoot. I just wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't, like, warn you, you know? Warn me? Huh. What do you mean? It's just that there was a lot of blood. Blood? Oh, there was an accident? I'd like to believe that it was, but my therapist has convinced me otherwise. You're... You're serious? I'll start from the beginning. Please. Well, Logan used to catch animals for a living. Did you know that? I actually did not know that, but thank you for telling me. Anything else? Oh, yes. That's just the beginning of the story. Oh, sorry. Please continue. So, Megan was on the phone with Logan one day, and I was watching popcorn tutorial videos on YouTube because I work at a theater. (laughs) Dude, he pegged you, bro. He got you good, dude. (laughs) 
That makes total sense to me. And she has... (laughs) (laughs) And it did. And she has him on speakerphone. Sounds like he's driving home or something. And then all of a sudden we hear this big crash on the phone and he goes dark. We don't hear from him for hours. Whoa, scary. Very scary. Megan isn't too worried. She says this kind of thing happens all the time in the biz. So I continue watching the popcorn YouTube tutorial playlist. Yes, of course. I'm fully tracking. It's thundering. Loud. At 4 a.m., the door slams open. Aliens. No. Logan. He looks like he took a bath in blood. It was as if he went to a tattoo shop, asked for a full body tattoo, and the only instruction he gave them was the word red. Oh, fuck. (laughs) He's dazed. He wasn't sure how he got home. Megan is completely unfazed. She's watching Les Mes. Yeah. She's watching Les Mes, the musical on the TV network, Netflix. (laughs) I'm on my 86th popcorn video and I'm terrified. Naturally. I hope Logan gets to the couch, which is also now drenched in blood. Yeah, that sounds like a lot to clean. This is a cleanliness story and that's why you're bringing it up. (laughs) He's, He's holding a chainsaw, but without the chain. I ask him what the hell happened. He's covered in blood, holding the chainless chainsaw. It's running. And... He finally speaks. Cut to Logan in the past. A parliament of owls came out of nowhere. Logan, I'm watching Lee Mess. Owls? What happened? You're covered in blood. I had to stop the truck. I hit all 46 of them. It was like an owl suicide Logan, that's terrible. Was it clean? Did they die on impact? Logan looks at the blood chainless chainsaw. I'm supposed to be catching them, not ending them. Not until I catch them, at least. That's my job, is. Yes, you take animals to Heaven Town. They all had the same injury. Beak fell off. Logan, Lee Mess is way better than Wicked. Beck beak fell off? Beck fell off? Other than that, they were fine. <laughs> but my kick-ass training kicked in. I grabbed the chainsaw, sharpened the hell out of it, and went to work. And let's just say I was <laughs> working overtime. <laughs> Logan, that's terrible. There's been some sort of protocol for that sort of thing. Anyways, I'm going to eat some Doritos and hit the hay. Good night, you two kiddos. Cut back back to Alex and Jimmy, present day. Wow, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it was tremendously confusing. I didn't really know what to do. But other than that, they're cool? Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool, well, see you later. Bing. And we are cool. And we are cool. <laughs> Turns out we're cool. <laughs> the moral of the story is that you guys are cool. Yeah. The moral of the story is we're cooler. I'll get to talking that. Man, Jimmy, how did you know that that happened? Did Alex, did you tell Jimmy that that happened? Yeah, actually, Jimmy and I met like a really long time ago in a Zoom room. and in A Zoom room? Yeah. Is that where you run around in circles? It's like Omegle, but on purpose. Yeah, and like the topic was like popcorn tutorial videos, and we had a shared interest. So yeah, Sick. you guys know the Reddit thread, popcorn. Nope. No, popcorn. <laughs> it's just. Should I look it up? <laughs> Anyways. You can. 
Okay. There's two members. Hey, Jimmy, I well, liked Jim, that. Jim, that was fun, man. And you really I really it. liked when you spelled Les Mis, Les Mess. Is that not Les how it's spelled? Mess. It's just M-I-S, that's all. I don't think so. Les Miserables. And I really like Jimmy's character saying, that makes sense to me. <laughs> that was very funny. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You're very good at this. It's Thank as you. if it did make sense to you. It did. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I like the uh, the popcorn joke. Yeah. Was it funny? Mm-hmm. It was very funny. Thank you for saying I that. I like the There's a good pacing with the callbacks, too. Thanks, Austin. Yeah. Okay. Are we reading Logan's now? No, let's read Logan's. Tell me why he's telling you he's going to chocolate cake. Tell me why he's telling you he's going to chocolate cake. You need chocolate. I know just can't help but say it. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, your note, your first <laughs> note says ass couch. What is the second I one? Wrote down, I wrote down ass couch too. Ass couch. Which one are two. you sitting on, brother? <laughs> two knives short of the goose. Dude, this is the ill couch, dude. Oh. Okay. Tight. Tight. Moving on. Okay, so uh, I got a lot of characters here, so I'm going to try to keep, it, keep this short. But, Jimmy, you're going to play the character Hammertoe. All right. He's got the bulk of the lines, and it's important that you play him. I'll say that much. Great. All right. Alex, you're going to play Kellen. Kellen is a little British boy. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, like Oliver from the movie Oliver. Blake, you're playing Hester. Hester. He's also a kid, but he's kind of a wise guy kid. He's like a like uh, kind of a smartass. You'll yeah. see. Okay, gotcha. Austin, you're going to play the character Silly Tilly. <laughs> Read the line and you'll get it. Read the line and you'll know exactly what kind of character you oh, are. Oh, you'll get it. Megan, you're going to play the character Kendall. Okay. Kendall is what I imagine you were as a child. Great. You're also going to play the character Emily. Emily is a grown woman. Okay. And I'm going to play the character Henry Thomas. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Everybody got that? Yeah. yeah. Logan, I have a question. We're ready. Is What's my character's name related at all to the subject of the email you sent? No. Got you. Cool. This is Tempolar Express. A little boy, Kellen, is sleeping peacefully in his suburban bed. The crickets outside drum away and a light rain pitter-patters the windows. He is sleeping peacefully. Then a grown man appears at his window, breaks it, and climbs into his bedroom. Kellen is screaming in fright. Ah. Good. <laughs> You're awake. Ah. Ah. All right, get dressed. We got a long way to go, and I don't want to be late. Um, Dad, help. Your mom and dad can't hear you. Put poison in their iced teas and cake. <laughs> they're dead. No, they're fine. Poison doesn't kill people. Of course they're fucking dead. What? Are, what are you, stupid? You killed my mommy and daddy. <laughs> if you behave, I can get you back before they ever died. I'm confused. Kid, look. Play your cards right and your parents will be fine. Now just get dressed. We got places to be. I got a van full of orphans out there and I left it running. Okay. Let me get my shoes on and my trousers. <laughs> Kellen gets dressed and he and Hammertoe leave through the window out to the van full of all the other kids Hammertoe has presumably kidnapped tonight. All right, everybody sit down or lay down. There's not enough seatbelts, so some of you are going are gonna to have to share. Say, where are we going anyway, mister? Did he tell any of you? 
Does it have anything to do with this big machine? Only now do we see that there is a big, rusty, wet metal machine taking up most of the space in the back of the van, and all the kids are doing their best to fit in around it. Hey, you're pretty sharp, kid. You're the first to mention it. The rest of these numbskulls are just about two knives short of a goose, if you understand my meaning. But you, you're a whip smart. No getting past you, no sir. That machine there is, in fact, a time machine. One and only of its kind. And you all should be asking the question where we're going. What you should... Oh, sorry. And and you all shouldn't be asking the question where we're going. What you should be asking is when. Well, when then are we going, Mr. Brainiac? I hope it's two before you... <laughs> You're what? killing it. You were killing it. Okay. Well, when then are we going, Mr. Brainiac? I hope it's to before you started blabbing on about that time machine because otherwise that's 40 seconds. I'm never getting back. I'm the bratty one. <laughs> Sheesh. What a burn. I have feelings too, kid. Coming from the guy who just killed a van full of kids' parents. Hey, let's slip from the peanut gallery in the back. Jeez, tough crowd. Well, since none of you seem interested in pretense, why don't I just show you? Hammertoe presses a button and the machine starts to whir. That's not how you use the word pretense. Shut up! The van, <laughs> the van lurches forward and a portal opens up on the road in front of them. It sucks them up into a whirlwind of time and space. Buckle up, kids. This is going to get bumpy, he says to a van full of children being hurled through the air into a large piece of wet, rusty, heavy machinery over and over again like a milkshake. Except instead of milk and vanilla ice cream, it's blood and skin. Narrator puts on sunglasses. Children's blood and skin. <laughs> the van finally comes to a halt. And most of the children, bruised and worse for wear, but mostly not dead, settled just before Hammertoe yanks the back door open. All right, you little fucks. Up and at them. We're behind schedule because Kendall had to pee, shit, and brush her teeth. Um, Good girls brush their teeth. Stuff. Oh, sorry. It says crying and bleeding. Good girls brush their teeth. Stuff it, Kendall. That's enough out of you. Now, come on. All the kids pile out of Hammertoe's van and lumber across a few town roads. A faint sound can be heard in the distance approaching. Children, I brought you all here because I've been watching each and every one of you. And you all need to be taught a very specific lesson. It's a lesson I learned the hard way. You see, there once was a boy named Icarus. <clears throat> hey, what's that noise? It sounds like a lawnmower. Quiet now. Listen. Icarus' dad told him his wings would fall off if he flew too high and he'd fall and look like a real fucking idiot. But you know what Icarus did? He flew right up, right up into the sky, all the way to the upside down bowl that's up there and hit his wings and they broke off and he fell all the way back down and he died. Do you understand? No. No. Look, sometimes you have to choose between doing something and not doing something and if you accidentally choose to do it, you might fuck it up and look like an idiot. The lawnmower noise is getting louder, just as a beautiful woman walks by and goes to cross the street. There she is! My crush! Oh, God, no. Emily, please don't look! Don't see it this time. Emily! Hammertoe yells, but she doesn't look. She can't hear him. The lawnmower noise is loud now, and a little boy on a go-kart crests a hill just about a hundred yards away. Hammertoe, look! A go-kart! No! No! Please! Please stop! Don't do it! The boy in the go-kart screams all the way past him like a banshee. <laughs> Almost knocks Emily over, and then just full speed slams into a big pile of wood. 
Emily runs over to the boy. She passes through Hammertoe like a ghost or like the characters in A Christmas Carol. She helps the little boy out. Oh, little Henry Thomas, are you all right? <coughs> yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for helping me. I didn't have any breaks. Oh, my God. Did, did you pee your pants? What? Henry looks down to see his pants are soaked in piss and a little bit of shit. No! Emily and the kids all point and laugh at Henry Thomas. <laughs> Hammertoe is distraught, crying in the fetal position. Wait a minute, is that you? Is that very fast idiot boy over there you, Hammertoe? Shut up, shut up! Stop laughing, you monsters! Get in the fucking van, we're, go we're going to see Dr. Goo. Who's Dr. Goo? Hammertoe slams the door on the kids, presses some buttons, drives back into the portal, and when they come out, he gets out of the car and blows an odd-shaped whistle. Get out of the van. All the kids get out. A big-ass dinosaur with a little sailor hat on and a bib that says Dr. Goo walks up, eats all the kids, and walks away. Whew! Now that's done. He puts on sunglasses. Time to kidnap some more kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. <coughs> wow. You don't say. L Logan, what is Hammertoe expecting to happen when he <laughs> goes back in time with all the he's kids? Just, what does Sisyphus just, expect to happen when he starts pushing that boulder up? There? He just likes orphans to see his like embarrassing moment, mm. and then kills them because he doesn't change the moment. It seems like right. He can't. So why bother? Never mind. Hoboken pies. Hoboken pies. Hoboken pies. Hoboken pies. Day, Go to Hoboken pies. Hoboken pies. They're open at 2. They're open at 2 a.m. only. we be there later tonight. That's true. <laughs> Monday night pizza. Let's read Who my sketch. coming for you, Alex? Let's read my sketch. I want to read my sketch. All right, here we go. Moving on. Bang, bang. Okay, uh, my sketch is called Game Night. So, Blink, you're going to play Roger. <clears throat> what can you tell and me he about is, Roger? He's oh, moder right moderately southern. Oh, uh, oh, look at that, Austin. I did put you in my sketch. Mm. Um, Austin, you're going to play Jeremy, and he's very southern. Damn it. Can you do a southern accent? Yeah, I can do a southern accent. Okay, great. And then, Logan, you're going to play Alan, fast. and you already know how I want him to be played. And then, Alex, will you please read the screen directions for me, please? Yes. Everything bolded. <laughs> yeah. And this sketch is called Game Night. <laughs> Roger is taking a seat back on the couch as Jeremy stands. All right, you two, now close your eyes and no peeking. Roger and Alan both cover their eyes with their hands, but specifically with their palms so Jeremy knows they can't peek through their fingers. Jeremy silently walks over to Alan and taps his head with just his pointer finger, and Alan sticks up his thumbs to indicate he has been picked. Jeremy then takes a walk about the room, making some purposeful noises to throw off any trail. He goes back to the front of the room. Okay, boys, y'all can open your eyes. They do, and Roger sees that Alan has his thumb up. Oh, fuck, Alan. Who do you think picked you? Oh, golly, man. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to have to guess it was Jeremy. Jeremy throws his hand to his chest. Me? Oh, my God. Is that your final answer? Well, yeah. I think it was Jeremy. <laughs> well, hey, brother. You done got me. Get your ass up here. I suppose it's your turn then. Alan switches with Jeremy to take the front, and Jeremy sits down where he had been. Okay, you two. Go ahead and close your eyes. They do. Alan walks around the room for a bit until he touches Roger on the head. Roger sticks his thumb up, and Alan goes back to the front. All right. Open up your eyes. They do, and Roger shows Jeremy his thumb. Go ahead and make your guess, Roger, if you think you know who picked you. Well, 
I'm going to have to go with Alan. <laughs> now, how in the world did you guess that? <laughs> I'm telling you, I have the smartest friends in the world. You mean that? Well, of course I mean that, bud. You two are so dear to me. I would lay down my life for either one of you. And I'm glad to say the same. The three stand and embrace. They truly are the best of friends, and in this moment, we know that they have met up for game night every week for several years, and they love it. Can we play my favorite this week? Oh, come on, Alan. You had to ruin our nice moment. We don't like that game. Yeah, Alan, we have to move around the furniture and everything. Oh, come on now, please. I almost never bring it up anymore. Roger and Jeremy look at each other, and through their gaze, come to the conclusion that they will let him have this one. They give in and start moving the furniture. After they have cleared a space... And I assume you want to be it, huh, Alan? Well, I mean, unless y'all really want to. I think we are good. Roger and Jeremy sit across from each other, crisscross applesauce on the floor. Alan starts circling them. Duck. <laughs> Duck. Bard owl. Osprey. Crow. Duck. Great Horned Owl, Wet Eagle, Duck, Goose. Roger stands and immediately tags Alan, who is not very fast. Oh, come on. Alan plops down in Roger's spot, obviously a bit upset at his embarrassing defeat. Roger knows just the thing to cheer Alan up. Hey, boys, how about instead we play a round of hide and seek? We haven't played in a while. I don't know. I didn't really prep for that this week. Oh, come on now. It'll be fun. Yeah, I would be down. Well, I suppose if Alan was down too, it couldn't hurt. But I ain't seeking first. Fine, fine. I'll seek first. (laughs) Y'all ready? Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. Here we go, boys. Roger starts counting down from 60. Jeremy and Alan don't hide. They just all dance and stare at Roger. Three Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Fuck. One Mississippi. Ready or not, here I... Can you... Yeah. That's how you come? That's how you That's come? That's how you do it? You do karate? <laughs> you, you do Miss Piggy doing karate? That's how you fucking come? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, Making sorry, those, I panicked. Uh... <laughs> That's... Ready or not, here I come. <laughs> No, Megan. Oh, that was great. I know most people wouldn't say this, but I honestly could watch that first game they played for hours. (laughs) That was going to be the whole set. The other day, we were at some restaurant, and she said, Logan, 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 get this. I got a sketch idea. It's heads up, seven up, but it's only two people. (laughs) Yeah. And then she did the whole sketch for me, and then just sat down and like ate her lunch. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's yeah. So I was gonna do just audacity. that, and then I had the yeah. idea for hide and seek. Here yeah. I come, and then I was like, well, then I need a third game, and then I was like, Duck Duck Goose, because he can name all the owls. Duck, <laughs> duck. Yeah. I was losing it. Smoking pies. <laughs> yeah, that was great, duck. man. That's. Honestly, conceptually, it was really it's fun. Great, it's Duck. great to see you here. It's great Duck. to see you here. Thank you for reading my I'm very screen happy directions, to be here. Alex. Alex, what was your favorite of the three games? Duck. Of the three games? Yeah, um, that, that they played in this one. Which one did you play? <laughs> Definitely Heads Up 7. <laughs> <laughs> three people. Well, I'm going to have to guess Alan. Well, I'm going to have to guess Roger. <laughs> yeah. I like how two of them are Southern and, and then one's P. Martell. <laughs> Martell from Twin Peaks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she said. Just, just she specifically told me to read it as Pete Martell from Twin Peaks. Whatever I that had love, to do. I love Jack Vance. <laughs> I love him so much. I thought mm. that because they're supposed to be like sweet boys, and Pete Martell is like the definition of a sweet boy to me. He's so. a sweet man. I think that anyway. I should never see a rose as sweet she's, as Josie. She's dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Anyway. Steve Jobs is dead. We okay. can read a Austin sketch now. All right. So we're going to mine. I forgot to put the parts on the top, but Logan, you're going to be the narrator. How do you, how, what kind of narrator? So this is definitely uh, a super hammy 80s action movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so like trailer, bad. almost like a trailer voice. Kind of like that. Okay. Well, don't <laughs> pop, don't peek. Um, and then uh, let's see. Well, I'm not going to say the full name, but uh, how about Reyes? Um, let's see. Megan, you'll be Reyes. Okay. Jimmy, you'll be Desk Sergeant. <clears throat> um, let's see. Blake, can you be the perp? The perp. Uh-huh. Yep. And Alex, can you be um, Officer McGee? Yeah. Or the very end. Am yeah. I like... Damn it, boys! Yes, you are okay. a desk sergeant. You're very stereotypical. Yeah. Everyone plays okay. very stereotypical, like a cop action movie. Am I a cop? Yeah, you're officer. Officer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. That's officer, the theme song. Officer Reyes. Okay, because mine says something Why? else. It, it does say something, but I don't want to give it away. I see, I see. I, see. I don't want to give it away. Cop. What okay, the, what the, what the future <laughs> cops are called. Gotcha. The future cops are called something different. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> uh, this is... Um, Come City One. <laughs> Exterior. Grimy, futuristic city. Day. America is an irradiated wasteland after the Gigacup Wars. A cursed earth in which a single outpost of civilization remains, stretching from Boston to Washington. A title card pops up on screen. Megacum City One. A beat. The camera goes down deep into the city below to see the desperate people and their struggles. Spanning multiple generations and involving several warring factions, the Mega Gigacum War left humanity destitute and very little land to live off of. Exterior, Cum Keeper's Headquarters, Day, a police station but given the dystopian militarization treatment. The Cum Keepers came out on top, or rather didn't. Their staunch no-cum dogma gave them the strength to stomp out all other resistances, and now they reign over the mess they've all created. 
The cum keepers wear big gender neutral sweaters and very baggy cargo pants with all white New Balance pediatric gym shoes. Their faces are obscured by Richard Nixon masks. The only notice of personality you can see is their rat tail haircut. Oh, and they're fucking strapped with AR-15s and the swords you get at a Renaissance festival. It's awesome. They're all waiting, waiting for the big mega giga come. But who is it? Only thing is, with these sick fucks, is they think this can only be achieved once after a lifelong preparation. Come keeper Reyes, young, 20s, barges in with a horny perp in handcuffs. She shuffles past everyone and throws the perp in front of the desk sergeant. What'd you catch him doing this time? Caught this sick fuck dealing hornies to kids. Dear God. Only, th- only class three materials, hand-holding, marital kissing, that sort of stuff. Still makes me sick. Reyes hands over the hornies. The desk sergeant spits at the perp in disgust. Oh, yes, daddy. You want to choke me, too? Reyes whacks the perp's head against the desk. Quiet, scumbag. Your pleasure makes me sick. <laughs> you might make a good cumkeeper yet, Reyes. Throw him into holding. Sir, I have reason to believe he's bisexual. Jesus. Okay, let me make a call. See if there's a room. See if there's room in solitary. Sarge makes a call. Reyes turns around and sees the horny perp sitting down with a blanket over him in a TP position. His eyes are looking at a couple of the hornies Reyes put on the table. Reyes' eyes go wide and realizes what he's doing. We got a jerker! An alarm at the station goes off. Everyone panics, but they know to follow procedure. Every single one of them turns away from the horny perp, plugs their ears, and screams, La, 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 not listening, not listening, (laughs) until the perp stops. After that, the alarm stops. The perp is enjoying his sweet release as Reyes comes by with her big sword and in one swift motion castrates him and plunges it deep into his heart. Clear! Not clear! Reyes turns. She sees that the desk sergeant's whole face and body is covered in cum. I, I'm sorry, Reyes. I just needed to know after all these years. Just wanted to watch, you know. Didn't think I'd be covered in it. Honestly, I kind of like it. Reyes furiously slashes at the sergeant and dices him apart. She's drenched in his blood. She wipes the blood against her sweater and sheathes it. Clear. <laughs> Exterior, Reyes' patrol vehicle. Comekeeper Reyes is patrolling around the streets looking for any suspicious activity. She's joined by her partner, Comekeeper McGee. I don't get it, McGee. Not much to get, Reyes. These swine just want to breed like the pigs that they are. They're not like us. Yeah, but... What happens to all the cum keepers who die in the line of dirty? Fuck me. Can you read English? <laughs> what the fuck? The line of dirty. The line, line of dirty. Kind of works. There's it a thin, dirty line that's between the thing us about, and them. That's between the thing about dirty. every mess up I've had is it works. It kind of works. All right. Sticky pressure, you dirty. Yeah, but what happens to all the cum keepers who die in line of duty before they're able to mega giga cum? Are they not saved? As a believer, I know the worthy that have yet to truly transcend are gently tugged off by God at his pearly white gates. The mega giga cum is spiritual more than physical, really. Look, you're young. It's natural to question these things, you know? I know, I just... Code 6-9. I repeat, Code 6-9. Jesus. What's a Code 6-9? I'll explain on the way. Haven't had one of those in 20 years. They peel off towards the scene. <gasps> dun dun.
Man, a what is it about you guys and writing sketches where you get in trouble for being horny? Because I think maybe I've never written. One I think like maybe that. the four of you have. <laughs> I've, I've some never written trauma. a horny sketch. No, I've never written a horny sketch. What? Yeah, a, I've never written a horny sketch either. We've either never written a horny sketch. Also, and I've never done it. Austin's so brand Austin. is horny it's, sketches. It's just but Austin, listen, there's so many sketches that are like in trouble. Horny jail. That's a whole. That wasn't me. That was who wrote that? No, who wrote that? Horny was jail. that you, Austin? <laughs> no. Who, was it you, Alex? Did you write that? Alex wrote it. Also, wrote weren't it. we not doing callbacks from the first season? Eh. We're doing callbacks, bro. It's going to happen. And I will say this. This is the first episode of season two, and I feel like if this was a TV show, and you know how they'll do like narrative sketches where it's like you pick back up? Mm-hmm. This is the sketch that we follow mm-hmm. for the rest of this season. This is this season's narrative is the come keepers. Oh, this one specifically. Yeah, I like it, man. I think, and it's, a, I think it's a good through line. Mm. So we're all writing Not about this. No, no, no. This is if you know what I'm talking about. If you do a call, like, like a in Portlandia or in any of these sketches, Lemmy's yeah. show, all these shows, they have, or like a Mitchell and Webb look, they'll have like narratives that they keep coming back to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. The gum, yeah. If the ours was a visual show, You're if ours have to was move a here, television Alex. show, and you know what I think. Yeah, you have to. You leave know what I think, now. Austin? Mm-hmm. I think don't tempt me. <laughs> Do it. Can we tempt you really quick? Are we tempting? Hey, we're hey, looking, uh, we, are we, we need a roommate. Listener. I think we're tempting. I think we're are we tempting her? her? Damn, you just got tempted. Hey, Prepare to be tempted. Consider Alex, yourself if you, tempted. Two seconds Alex, ago. if you moved in with us, then our rent would be like similar to Murphy's Borough prices. Holy shit. And Holy you'd live shit. In well, and you live in Austin. Well, and you can write sleep sleep sketches and, about And cum. Austin, you know what I think? <laughs> Austin, mm-hmm. you know what I think? I think that this sketch exists in the same universe as the sketch of the two guys that tell people that their families are, mm-hmm. or that they're financially independent from their families. Yeah. All my sketches live in the same universe. Oh. No, that's, that's fucking pretentious. If any of you have a go back and connect to the dots, we will give you nothing. Pizza, pizza, pies. pies. That's how we come back to it. No, yeah, this is uh, this is fun. I like this make is a, fun. Make a kick. Hey, make a kick Season it. two. <laughs> should we do another here. app? We should do another episode. Let's yeah. do another one right now. So, right now. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some other shows, guys. We're also releasing a Patreon. That's the one plug we have. By the by the time this episode's releasing, we will also have a full Patreon. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. yes. And if you... It's pretty much already set up. We just have to hit the button. If people. you are listening no. to this, we are working on a Patreon, but what we're really wanting is to convince Alex from Hoboken Pie to let us do... Live podcasts is from the kitchen. their kitchen. So bother him. Fucking go on his Instagram. Go in there. Speaking of Instagram, you should follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DangerJRPR. That's at DangerJR. That's where you can also get some merch. Get some merch there. Microphone. Do it again. Well, it's kind of like this. And, and guess fucking what? And guess fucking what? We're all vaxxed huh? and waxed. Not Ooh, me. Which means we're all vaxxed. Third Coast Comedy uh, Club in Nashville, Tennessee, oh, yeah, yeah. is open again. So Danger Junior is going to be doing some live shows. Okay. That's Waxed right. An unrepresentative text. Yeah. So if, and we're uh, not wearing clothes. So if you're up in Nashville, um, be looking out on our Instagram for dates because we're going to do we're doing live shows again. Live comedy's back, baby. Uh, Alex, you can either plug something of yours or give a fun lesson you learned on the show. What did you learn? Um, I definitely learned that, um, I didn't really learn. I like confirmed that I really like Austin and I like you all. So, 
much. Yes. Just adding We're going to take you to our favorite bar. We're literally going to leave right now. I'm literally here for three more days. Okay. Like. We're leaving right now. We're going to our favorite bar. That was magical, Jimmy. Yeah, I played the magic sound, but. On the count of three, let's uh, let's say into the mics what the name of it is. The bar? Our favorite bar. Okay, ready? Okay, three, two, one. Hoboken oh, yeah. pies. Yeah. pies. That's what we all said. Hoboken pies. I didn't hear what you said. Right I didn't hear what you said. Okay, bye, thanks. Bye. bye. The Danger Junior Writer's Room is a Danger Junior production. Come sock. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come sock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Come sock. Edited by... Austin's Essen Cumsock theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly Cumsock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior Productions at Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Cumsock. All right, she dead now. Bye bye.